I'm encountering this situation now, the better verse I get with Da Vinci Resolve, where, and I was talking to William Kyle Girardi not long ago, and he was saying something kind of similar about the AI boom, right? So he's mm. a visual effects guy. He works with CG. He does everything himself. And he said to me, you know, I'm, I, I love all this AI, but it kind of feels like the last 10 years of my life I spent researching and learning shit that just does not matter now. And I kind of feel yeah. that way with some of the plugins for DaVinci that are based in AI. There's a, there, I'll give you an example of something that I just started toying with the last week. There's a voice isolator in DaVinci that is as good, if not better, than the voice AI that I showed you of how we recovered a lot of your takes when we were in the middle of the blizzard for Mass State Lottery. It can't do that type of recovery. But if you do good audio, for example, just to begin with, or even if you had camera audio, which is never good, it will filter mm. out everything around that. And I'm going to use this podcast as my first stab at using that to clean up the audio because I have been using a software called Isotope for the longest time. And Isotope is top notch. It's very good at filtering out noise and you know, keeping the levels mostly you know well contained but uh i don't think it's gonna matter i don't think any of that matters yeah, everything's progressing so quickly how long ago was that that you sent me that video like three months ago yeah when we were like oh wow look at what they can do now and now it's even included on the video editor mm -hmm. it's now now it's baked so in I... da vinci's got you know it's head and shoulders above any other editing software and I think my biggest gripe with it is people in the industry just wind up doing, I think their base knowledge of what that software is, is all around level four out of 10. And that's why you take a look at a Netflix show and it has that sort of artificial lighting in the middle where like, oh, the person's faces. I see this with, with a lot of reality shows. I started watching all these Peacock reality shows. I started watching the show, The Traders, hosted by Alan Cummings. So wow, it's, it's pretty. Listen, I don't. I'm not enjoying the Survivor shit anymore. So I'm, I got to go somewhere else. So I'm on the Peacock app now, and that show and House of and all these other shows that are produced by Universal or NBC, they have them in the confessional. And typical, the typical confessional booth would be like a backdrop that's there on the set, or maybe it's a green screen or something. Now. I don't know what the fuck they're using for the background, but they will just put like a mask of like, all right, we got to have the face bright and the background dark. And it looks so fake. It looks so shit. And you see that with movies and it's a little more sophisticated, but you'll also see it with like color in movies, which is why you have like, oh, it's a blue face and an orange background. And that's Netflix. That's a Netflix formula. The, yeah. The Netflix colors. Uh, I, uh, I got charged for HBO Max for a year uh even though i haven't been able to use it because since they changed to max uh, for whatever reason i couldn't download it on anything uh and then i got the charge and i contacted them and they're like oh we we actually don't have a refund uh policy so we can cancel the automatic charge but now you have hbo max that you can't watch for another year and i was like well shit and then i Notice that well, my dad had a Roku uh, thing, so I just grabbed that and I ended up opening it there, and it worked. So then I'm just like, oh, so I've had this HBO Max account for a year, I haven't been able to use it because I couldn't download it on my PlayStation Five or the Fire Stick that I had. 
And all I had to do was get the Roku that my dad never uses instead. So now I've just been catching up with with the stuff that's there. Uh, I watched the... um edward scissorhands the other day and i was very surprised at uh, how well that movie holds up and they how... all hold up well i mean we always say this every movie before 2000 yeah. it's like wow that was surprisingly a masterpiece because you know just the the feeling yeah. things. but nobody nobody like tim burton yeah. really exists now mm -hmm. and that's the thing it has a, a feel that you don't really even his new movies don't feel like his old movies like it, it felt it felt like if that Beetlejuice and Batman were part of like the same universe, they have the same feel, the same look. Uh, the house where Edward lives feels very much like those very gothic uh, buildings in Batman. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot more than I remember enjoying it the first time that I saw. It. And it's probably because of that, because of how different it feels from from everything that's produced or has been produced lately. Yeah, nobody really wants to take on an adventurous, bold style like that. And if they do, it's drowned in computer effects because that's a hell of a lot easier than hiring a particular, uh, you know, set designer, costume designer, and handling it in that fashion. I was actually watching not long ago Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, which was Burton's Willy Wonka remake or adaptation. Yeah. And I don't, you know, I didn't even dislike that one to begin with, but I, I actually, I mean, I, I enjoyed it a little bit more when I watched it this go around. It was particularly mean spirited, which the first one, the original one is pretty mean spirited too, but this one, yeah. I don't know. I think yeah. the vibe is just mean spirited. The vibe of the first movie is not mean spirited. It's very, you know, it's over the top. It's, it's bubbly and fun. Yeah. It's, it's innocent, but with a little bit of like a, like a creepy underlying feel to it. Yeah, the the overlying feel of the second one is is creepy and just dark and miserable. And I kind of like that. Did I kind of like that about that. Did you did you like it better than Wonka? I did. <laughs> you know, I was tempted to check out Wonka just cuz it popped up at the Costa Rican theater as we call it. But no, yeah. I have not watched Wonka. I probably won't. I've heard that there's, and I don't want to talk about like these very hackneyed, oh, here they talk about fat shaming in the first 20, well, I did hear mm. that. I heard they they said the words body positive, and that's enough for me to know I'm not going to enjoy this movie. So the best thing what, I've, I've heard about Wonka have... is it's surprisingly inoffensive. That wasn't the worst. That's not a good enough reason to watch that movie. Yeah, that keeps me away from even trying to you know if it's something that i'm like man maybe i'll i'll give it a try hearing that is just like then why would i waste what two hours it's also probably like two hours not an hour and a half yeah no 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 especially since it's a musical and i know that the i mean the first has a couple of songs but it's just nothing about the trailer nothing about the cast makes me want want to want to watch it and especially after what you said, what Violet, what she's just a little, she doesn't get like a blueberry. She well, just... she's not even born yet because Timothy Chalamet, he's, he's only right. the young Wonka. Right. Hey, you know, I have, I have a private Facebook account, right? And I log on to it maybe once every month. It's, it's, a, it's a recent one because I got kicked off my original one. And I just saw the, Again. the, the craziest thing I've probably ever seen on facebook here let me just show you we can pull this up here if you want to just pull this up i logged on to facebook and i saw uh this 
So that is what is happening over on Facebook. Do you think he's high, or do you think that's his natural, <laughs> natural look? Who Nelson Nelson? Yeah, I mean Nelson Nelson. It's hard to say. Who's the one like? I don't know. I didn't stick around to find out. I kind of just sent a chill down my spine. I was like, I got to get the hell out of here. Logged off right away. So yeah, I don't even. I'm not even like interacting with that group anymore. I feel like that's. I get a lot of notifications from it, and and every time I check, it's just people liking a page that you made me an admin off or something, and it's just I don't, I don't know. That's dead. It's like they they completely killed me, any chance to... of good engagement for the low res headshot group. I noticed they also changed a lot of their policies regarding tagging. Now there used to be, and this is kind of a pointless thing to complain about on here. Everybody's on Discord these days. And the Discord is way more popping than the Facebook page. Yeah. So if you're listening to this, go over to Discord. And I don't, I, there's no simple link to that because they, they change it every month. It's discord.gg something, something. I don't know. I'll post it up somewhere. Maybe in the link to this episode when it goes up on Spotify. But when you would uh, do a tag of everyone, this is so stupid. It says right under the everyone tag, some people will be notified nice okay yeah. it was supposed Great. to be a bulletin before now it's some everyone stuck some people so, yes. <laughs> you don't go at everyone at some. Just, yeah at some right yeah i just eh, i i guess i keep it open because that's where we message when we when we need to figure out when we're going to record but i honestly don't use it for anything else it's kind of a dead platform unless you're Unless you're there to complain about what your neighborhood group or something, you neighborhood know, old group. person that's what, complaining. MS thirteen, what? <laughs> yeah, or like uh, if you're on uh, uh, sports pages complaining about uh, I don't know. I I every time I go in, I just see people commenting on like the dumbest things, and I just get um, pages that I would like and then it's just a post that it had zero interest in that for whatever reason just pops off even though I don't like anything maybe that's why maybe because I don't like anything anymore so they just throw random stuff at me that I have zero interest in desperate attempt mm -hmm. what Zuckerberg is doing with that platform yeah uh Kenny had some breaking emergency news or something uh, last night regarding Zuckerberg he just had to get me on the phone to talk about at 1 30 in the morning uh, and um what, what was it I don't you think I picked up the phone at 1 30 in the morning for Kenny come on no what if he needs help what if he needs oh, to jump oh, on a train think, at yeah he needs help <laughs> what am I gonna do I've tried I've spent the last 20 years trying to help him but you don't you don't want my help. What? Do you you wouldn't jump on an Uber to all the way to Boston sure. to help him? Sure. How much would that be? That would be three. How much would a would a I've I've Oof. looked into that and I some you know, I had so a lady can... Uber driver on my way coming in from Massachusetts after getting off the train and she was like, Oh, you know, I do I do that commute all the time. You know, if you just ever want to skip the train, you wanna give me a hundred and fifty bucks, here's my number. And uh, the train costs like forty dollars. And no, I'm not gonna yeah, sit in a car with a lady say, for fucking twice the mm -hmm. amount of time and three times the amount of money to get real. That's never happening. It, it would not seem worth it. Not at all. Not even like Connecticut to New York really seems worth the drive. 
Yeah, how long would that be too? Like three hours? Four From, hours? It depends, well, depends on, on what on part of Connecticut. Like if we're talking about uh, where Spencer lives, for example, Spencer's close to Hartford, Connecticut. That's about an hour and a half. That's not that bad. But hour and a half via train, if you're doing the drive, it's unpredictable sometimes. I'll give you an example. Uh, they came out. So Spencer is our special effects guy at Forgotten Genres. He has worked on Omega Fish Corp. He's worked on Mass State Lottery. He's done a little bit of acting. Uh, Spencer's got a project coming out probably next year that we're going to start production on, hopefully in the summertime. We'll see. We'll see what happens with that. And he did a drive out to New York City to do a role in Omega Fish Corp and help handle some special effects. The drive-in in the morning was about three hours. One day, heading back at about 7 p.m., took them six and a half hours to get back. Yeah. So it's entirely oh. dependent on the well, traffic. That's, well, that's the thing with New York, right? Going in and out, depending on the time, you're just going to be sitting there for hours mm -hmm. and not be able to move. Uh, Your best bet any given time is going at two in the morning, three in the morning, something like that. Yeah. Even just if, if you take the bus in, that's horrible, too. I stopped taking the bus back and forth back in 2018 or 2019. I, I used to do a mega bus and it would it would say, hey, you're getting on at eight in the morning. You're going to arrive at 12. That was usually right. You're getting on at two mm -hmm. in the afternoon. You're not getting off that bus until about 10 p.m. Yeah, it's, it's fucking miserable. So, yes, commuting commuting in in a big city like this is is bad news. It's very bad news. So, so it would be cheaper to take a flight from New York to Boston than an Uber. Would it be? I don't know. I haven't looked into any flights. I don't trust these planes. You, you see, Boeing has uh, like yeah. bolts falling off or something. There's children jumping out of the planes. There's Arabs yeah. on the Windows. planes these days. Who allowed that? <laughs> Yeah, who's who's the pilot, right? Mm -hmm. It's uh, mm -hmm. I mean, if you ever see, I knew I knew we were in for for bad news as soon as I started seeing those Virgin Airlines, be your true self, uh, and it's like a drag queen walking down the the plane aisle, and she's got long nails or something. I was like, what the fuck is this all about? And now I guess they're realizing uh, Boeing, which is a multinational corporation, is not having the best people screw in the the screws on these planes and they're falling apart they're falling apart yeah. at the seams i saw a justification from someone on twitter being like oh that's that's normal uh most planes have missing bolts and it's like i don't i don't know if that's a good enough excuse i don't think any of them should right just because they most of them mm -hmm. do I have like my them. planes to have all their it's... bolts yeah, yeah, I like them to be as safe as possible since you're, you know, the prices are back up. It's not like you're you're paying COVID time tickets anymore. So how about just get all the bolts in you know, before we take off? That would be nice. And that's a little worrisome for me now that, uh, you know, flying anywhere, like uh, if I go anywhere, but I, I usually don't travel but if i was to let's say go to the states to shoot anything that's that's what four six hours and uh everything that's been happening with planes lately i'm kind of uh my my girlfriend is going uh, my, my girl is going to india and in, in next month uh, and that's like a, an 11 hour flight and i'm like fuck i hope the airline that you're 
Yeah, what airline is it? I would immediately look into that. I mean, even even airlines like Spirit these days are not getting as bad of a rap compared to some that are not providing their best services. They're not trying their hardest. And that sucks, right? Because it's not like they're the ones that are raising their standards. It's the opposite. It's everyone's just going down to them. So it's just like a a bus in the air. Mm -hmm. That's great. This makes me feel good. I think we talked uh... about that in the last episode of of just make the plane as big as possible so that you don't feel anything. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. It's uh, not a good time to fly, I guess. Maybe it might be, you know, I, I can't tell if this is like an actual problem or if it's like mad cow disease hysteria from the 90s where mm. if one thing pops up and makes people afraid, then they start highlighting yeah. all these things that already existed and have existed for several years. And now it's a story, which is like good because now they're going to be pressured to fix this situation we didn't know was happening. Mm. But is it really as scary as maybe what the press is making it out to be? The other thing about flights is the whole DEI thing, picking more black pilots, more women pilots. Charlie Kirk got in trouble because he said something along the lines of, you know, if I see a black pilot now, I'm just going to think to myself, I hope he's qualified. That's like a pretty benign statement. I mean, and I've yeah. I've seen, I've you know, I, somehow I follow some of these people who are like, well, why wouldn't he be qualified? It's like, do you fucking do you pay? Do you live in this country? Like, are you, are you, have you, have you opened your eyes at any point in like the past four or five years? All these commitments to diversifying boards over, you know, people with higher success rates take those positions. Like, this is an absolute thing. And if that's what they're doing, I don't know if that's what they're doing. It could just be, you know, here's the thing with the um, conservatives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 might be twisting it to be something it is. I don't know. I don't know if that's the case, but it wouldn't shock me one way or the other. If that's an actual thing in the equation here, then, you know, that's really not good. And Charlie Kirk absolutely has a right to say that. Uh, but he's very yeah. bland, very safe. I don't know. I'd probably come to his and defense more a, if he said, if I saw it in the cockpit, <laughs> you know, that might be one thing. Then I'd yeah. be like, yeah, Charlie, you tell him, but. Yeah, well, what if it's like Soul Plane? It's just a party the whole flight. That would be cool. <laughs> People don't think yeah. about these. You have things. a young Kevin Hart, mm-hmm. right? No one thinks of uh, it. Could just be a party. You got some uh, some hose and what? Are, what is the drink? They're uh, drinking Hennessy and flying in the plane. Yeah. This is outrageous. Yeah. All you can do is yeah, you, you yeah. just smell weed up and down the aisle. Ugh. Did you see Ben Shapiro's rap song? I don't want to see this. Let's all right. Ugh. Let's let's see if it's on YouTube or something. I know he's working with Tom McDonald. Tom McDonald is the guy who does the conservative rap, like Macklemore. Like he's a bit, essentially Bizarro Macklemore, if you can imagine that. I haven't listened to anything he's ever produced, but I know anytime he does drop a single that is particularly political, it will shoot to number one. Because it's very easy to manipulate yeah. the Apple music charts. So Ben Shapiro's doing a collaboration with this guy. Yeah, it's uh it's it's oh Jesus. It's exactly what you would expect. Uh and uh it's it's just so I it's just gross to me because it's just it it, it goes back to the 
you know, I'm conservative, so I have to support this bullshit. And it's just exactly just garbage. Uh, Could you imagine you know, this guy headlining a Tim Cast live concert? Would you go to that double header? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'll be, so you got a beanie emo and, and whatever this is <laughs> going on over here. Yeah, great. Fucking just two two different sides of awful. Uh, also, I love his little facts. Don't care about your <laughs> your feelings. I love that he's still pushing that, even though he's been throwing a tantrum about this whole Gaza thing for mm -hmm. like a month, just almost crying on video. Uh, but yeah, look at. I don't know how that doesn't hold on a second. I don't know how him being yeah. so upset about the Gaza thing doesn't immediately repel his audience that he's shown more emotion yeah. over this than anything related to America in the past eight years. Mm -hmm. But anyway, let's yeah. let's take a look at this. Looks very cool. Wow. Oh yeah. Were they even in the same room? doesn't look like it it does not look like their body language is completely separate ben is very stilted too and not even stilted in like ah there's a bigger guy next to me sort of way but just like i don't know what i'm doing way I'm so glad that Kanye West is out of his, I mean, he's not fully out of his right wing phase, but he's out of his conservative phase. He would absolutely yeah. have gotten in on this around the time he was doing like Nick Fuentes' show and back with Milo because oh, he took it to God. the 2016 extreme of uh, conservative corniness. Yeah, he would just be singing here with his homie Ben or something like that. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, so I love that he's, so... Uh, someone pulled up a tweet saying that the uh, Ben Shapiro tweeted a, a while ago saying that, oh, you think rap music is music? It's not, you know, something like that. And now he's rapping about having fat pockets. And I just, I just wish he m would have gotten hurt when he went to Israel. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's like a 17-year-old fat Kyle Rittenhouse-looking kid right now that's jamming this in his car, yeah. pretending this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah. Going, hell yeah. Where do I get one of those facts? Don't care about your feelings, hoodies. That's the cheapest looking shit, too. That looks like a fucking Shutterstock, uh, like printed up sweatshirt. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just just a thick print on top, just a... Hash. I'm surprised there's not like a I just, fold in the middle, like they just opened it up right before the shoot. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just a little surprised. As, uh, it's so transparent. The words they use, like the lyrics, are. It feels very 2020, maybe even earlier than that. Where mm. it's like, well, if I, if what I say offends you, that's your problem. Type of, and it's just you guys are still doing this. Like, is that still your thing? It's so embarrassing. How old is this guy? How old is Ben? Like forty something, fifty? Oh, it's probably not fifty yet. No, but... he's no, he's younger than you, Hans. He's not that. Oh, old is he? Guy. Yeah, he is. He's only about thirty-five. No way. 
Are you serious? I'm dead. Dude, I was looking into people's ages recently. Oh, he's 40. Okay, he's 40. Oh, he's so 40. He's, he's a little younger. Yeah. So um, I was looking into uh, Alex Jones's age because for whatever reason, I got recommended an Opie and Anthony video where Patrice was talking to him. And I literally had the thought, I was like, hearing his voice, I was like, he's going to be about 40 here. This has to be what, like maybe 10 years ago? And then, uh, no, he was like, oh, someone asked him, how old are you? He said, I'm 36 years old. And he sounded like modern day Alex Jones. I was like, oh my God, he is just three years older than me. He sounds like this and he looks like that. And he's looked like that for a while. And then I looked into Harmony Corinne. I was like, Harmony Corinne is just like a forever youth. I remember him looking like he was 12 years old on David Letterman in 1997. And Harmony Corinne's older yeah. than Alex Jones by a couple of years. Oh, wow. Al Alex Jones yeah, wasn't is not he like even 50. Seven? Wow. Yeah. Well, he's gone through a lot. <laughs> he's gone through a lot of cancellations. And, uh, yeah, a lot of bourbon. Uh, uh, there's no... There's no uh, uh, what do you call a supplement that could make him look younger, I guess? Especially because if you look at, the, at those early videos where he's talking about um, the... What's it called? The whatever groove... Uh, um bohemian grove um, which i i also got, i bohemian did not click grove. this video but i got recommended another video where someone infiltrated they broke into bohemian grove from like a month ago recently yeah oh wow yeah uh but he looks very fresh-faced and young and slim in those videos and now he's just a a ball of rage uh i think the thing that upsets me the most about this whole thing i mean fine do your fucking conservative corny shit fine but the fact that if you're a conservative or if you're on that side, you have to say it's cool. You have to say it's good. Like, look at the, look at these reactions here. Well, Company man. What's his name? Michael, Michael Knowles. Knowles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Benny Johnson. And everyone's just being like, oh, my God, this is this is surprisingly good. What's her this Red girl's Cooper. name from? Yeah. And it's just like fucking the fact that people fall for it, too. It's like, a, can you be conservative and still agree that this is just fucking embarrassing and cringe but instead of that it's like no well they'll hey, get fired if they uh, say that they'll be shit canned i mean I i'm shocked that candace owens hasn't been fired yet just for disagreeing with him on the yeah. timeline when her contract's up she's probably out the door you know which would be a mistake oh, yeah. on their part but yeah ew stop uh you know it, it's yeah, uh it's just... <laughs> i don't like the enthusiasm of it i mean if you I've admitted before to listening to the Matt Walsh show. When Matt Walsh talked about Lady Ballers, there wasn't really, I mean, he doesn't ever have enthusiasm in his voice, but there was especially no enthusiasm for Lady Ballers. It was just, oh, Jeremy showed up at my desk and told me I had to act. But the performative like, haha, this is, this is a treat. This is, we're taking back the culture. I know Tim Poole will certainly have a video up tonight where he's like, yes, number one on the he iTunes charts. Yeah, well, it is now because wow. conservatives are, embar are embarrassing. Nice. But uh, Tim Pool tweeted, oh, hold on, because I retweeted it. It says, everyone, you must buy the new song Facts by Tom McDonald and Ben Shapiro. Let's get Ben Shapiro to be the number one rapper in the U.S. And they did. And uh, the the thing that's upsetting to me is that it is, okay, conservatives, so you you guys just accept that everything you support all the art you support is just absolute garbage and it's irredeemable and it's just shit and that's where you're putting your money fine you know, just i guess eat the shit that, that you're supporting your net is never gonna get good 
you're never going to get good movies again. You, the music is just going to be either this or whatever redneck decides to write a sad song with an acoustic guitar about government bad because government bad just because Democrats are in power right now. Because as soon as that changes, then it's not going to be government bad anymore. And it's just transparent garbage. And if that's what you guys want, then fucking enjoy that shit, I guess. It's just, it's upsetting because I I want uh, uh I want the opposite of what the mainstream is, but if this is the opposite of what the mainstream is, then I just stay in my lane of I don't like either side and they're both shit. Because mm. it's just garbage coming from both sides. And it's like just because it goes opposite to what I'm supposed to be against, that doesn't mean that I'm gonna support something if it's garbage. It's just it's it's still shit. Well, I think what we're starting to see now is that all these companies are hemorrhaging money and they've backed off the woke attitudes with their movies their tv shows and things that they're promoting they have an entire like they've they've taken it from about a 99 percent, which was 2020 just peak every month is a new races month hey it's asian month hey it's it's <laughs> black women's month hey it's black man's yeah. month hey it's the trans month that was you couldn't log on amazon without getting that every at the start of every month it's just every month is this uh, minority groups month but that don't yeah. really happen anymore i did see in the new iphone update they were like well we, we here's the update is we will give you a black history month wallpaper and i was like oh no, cool no no <laughs> thank you um you know i don't want uh you know a man in the dashiki uh as the lock screen to my phone so uh that's not gonna no happen. it's just a. Uh... It's just an AI composed of your image, but you're being beheaded. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most yeah, part, I would say just... that these companies have started to back off of all the woke behavior. Not a lot, not not enough to, for me to be like, okay, I'm back on your side. I'll I'll watch whatever yeah. this is. You know, obviously we were talking about the new True Detective season. They had that ready to go. They didn't learn their lesson. They didn't want to rework that at all before putting it out. Fine. Okay, fair enough. I'll accept it on its terms of being total shit. Um, but it's it's not going to do your company well. Paramount is about to be auctioned off to a bigger company the same way that Fox was. Either Warner Brothers no. is going to buy it. I don't know how the hell that would happen because Warner Brothers is also hemorrhaging money. Or um, it's going to be acquired by Skydance, which is Tom Cruise's. I mean, it's not Tom Cruise's, but he's like the face of that company because uh, mm. they produce all the Mission Impossible films and every action film that he does. Or it's going to be acquired by Universal because Universal had a very good year. So Paramount's about to be down for the count. Warner Brothers is about to be down for the count. A lot of the companies in general, big corporations are hurting as a result of their own policies. We could be looking at a major structural change up, not just in entertainment, but in general. And as far as like the whole Trump thing goes leading into November, you would think there would be more of a fervor in the press and in the media, but they're laying off journalists left and right. A lot of these activist journalists have gotten shit canned. And major companies are being uh, acquired. And like uh, w there was one in particular that Condé Nast just recently purchased and they're going to fold it into GQ. Oh, Pitchfork. 
pitchfork is over now. Oh, right you know so yeah, these stunned. these these companies are folding and it's BuzzFeed very news i think too oh yeah i mean well, buzzfeed, and, buzzfeed yeah. was hurting for the longest time to the point where they were selling cooking ware to try and make up funds so what what the these industries start to look like in 2025 is more up in the air now than it's been in the past 15 years or so it's kind of like by letting you know i i think the presidency it matters it also doesn't matter in a lot of ways but something like letting joe biden win has been kind of like letting these companies take a suicide pill like why, why yeah. you know it was like a fight of no don't kill yourself but i want to kill myself and then they, they they're killing themselves they won they they're going to kill themselves but what does that look like now if 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 the polls are right and if trump wins again uh, i i don't know how that looks i mean winning is never the uh it's always the, you know the the spoils of winning are never what you think they're going to be boy was it fun to have trump win that first hour until everyone yeah. just was like fucking tense and evil for four years you know and then it's like you're playing defense yeah. if you're the winner on their side on 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 the biden side doesn't really seem like anyone gives a shit no one's got the energy to defend this guy because he's just it's like he needs to go to bed he just needs a long sleep you know yeah i don't know uh yeah i uh i fucking hope not because one of my and i'm i'm gonna spoil it uh, spoil this whatever uh one of the movies on my on the list that we'll be recording uh soon of, of best movies watched in mm -hmm. 2023 was tropic thunder and tropic thunder I rewatched it last year and it was so funny and so, so different than anything uh, that I've seen lately that it just, it made me nostalgic for comedies from around that time before everything changed and the jokes that they're able to get away with. I know that saying, oh, you can't do that anymore. It's, it's, it's hacky, but at the same time, it's not that you can't get away with it anymore. It's just that they don't do it anymore. So even if someone would be brave enough to do or to make jokes like that, they just don't, uh, especially big studios or, or, or these big companies. Uh, so yeah, I yearn from those days where, where people weren't so obsessed with uh, that correctness uh, and, and you were able to just, Hey, it's a comedy. You just be silly. We're making fun of this thing. And, 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 and we're just going to do it because it's funny and that's it. And that movie is full of that. Uh, mm -hmm. They make fun of everyone. And and that's the the great thing that it's just, you can't just pinpoint or get offended at one thing because it's just like, well, no, we're hitting you. We're hitting that, 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 that. And and that's, I think, what makes that movie so funny. And, and the fact that it still holds up. Um, but yeah, you're right. I remember when, when Trump got elected, even here, I was living here. I was working at Amazon overnight and people here were like, oh my God. Hitler or whatever and I was just like this is just funny this guy is like look at him he's a fucking buffoon this is hilarious like this is gonna be funny and then as soon as that happened everything just got worse when it comes to entertainment and media and all that and everyone's uh, attitude I, flipped on a dime where even if they were like yeah he's a funny character wouldn't it be funny if he won even those people were like 
I just want this to be over. Yeah. I'm, I'm too scared to say anything. I'm t- let's just, I don't know. I think though, heading into the potential second win, and I don't see how they would let him win, but it looks like, I mean, it yeah. could happen. It could absolutely happen. He's got to jump through like seven hoops to be able to do it. But if anyone could do it, it's Donald Trump. I, if, if the FBI is not just like, let's fucking, let's finally kill this guy. <laughs> um, if, if that is not, something that happens and they just let him, you know, swoop in. Um, I think now having seen what those four years were like, they can't make the same arguments of, oh, he's going to be Hitler. He's going to be a dictator, the nuclear codes, yada, yada. Those don't have the same effect anymore because we got through it and the, the country was better economically anyway yeah. during that time. They're and still a trying. Lot of, yes. They're trying, they will try, but everyone's just like, no one's like, people aren't really? listening the same way anymore. That's yeah. that's a fact. Yeah. People are not phased in the yeah. same way at all. No one is nervous. And honestly, it seems like the hatred has gone down. The the hatred of people who are not in favor of the Trump presidency is kind of narrowed out to the MSNBC old boomer types like Stephen King. He will yeah. still tweet about Trump yeah. once a day. That seems to be it. It's him. Like even if you look at Rachel Maddow, they're just kind of tired. They're just like, yeah, we're just we're just not going to show his victory speech tonight. You know, they're they're, they're not doing yeah. like, oh, he's a threat to whatever. But that's what we're seeing. Like you said, uh, how many of those companies made all their money by uh, a fear mongering, I guess, and mm-hmm. and uh, documenting every breath he took and making up stories. But now, since this old man won. They have more incentive for Trump to get back in there more than ever because of that. Yeah. Because they made some money. You can't can't criticize him because he's on your side, right? And if you criticize him, that's bad because then you make him look bad. And then if you make him look bad, then he's going to lose. But then no one cares about positive coverage because that's boring. Because that's not scaring anyone, even though it should. I think... I think it's scarier now. Like we're about to go into fucking World War Three for things that have nothing to do with any of this side of the world, and mm. and uh, and uh, it should be scarier. But I, everyone's just exhausted. Everyone's just like, yeah, well, whatever. Who cares? Let's all just fucking die. Who cares? And uh, well, I don't think knows? anything like What's Ukraine or Israel is going to be what stokes World War Three. That is kind of winding down now. I don't I don't think that's going to happen. But I think there's a very outside chance Iran of a, thing and of a yeah. civil war here. Are they doing a aren't they doing a draft in the UK now cuz they're to go against Iran and all of those countries? No, are, are they? Which is are, I mean, I don't know what yes. the the policies in the UK are. Are they just enforcing you have to sign up for a draft? I doubt they're doing a draft. Cuz I know uh, in, in this country he, when you're 18 you have to sign up for the draft. I mean, I I just I think we're safe. T- well, not we. I'm safe. You're safe. You're, <laughs> you're definitely. I'm, not. I'm, I'm probably. You're, you're not. Well, I I don't know what the. Uh, I think back in the Vietnam War, the cutoff was like 32, so I might be safe. I don't know. It depends on what kind of. Then again, they're throwing women in there. They want how women desperate? On the front yeah. Line, so yeah, depends on how desperate they are for bodies. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe would you would you enlist or would you? prefer to go to jail what would you do for i mean it depends on the war 
Like if I believe in the cause, if I was like, this is something that deeply matters, then I would uh, be fine with, if those were the two options, then I would enlist. But if it was some nonsense, if it was some bullshit with fucking Ukraine, hell no. And I'm not going to jail either. Good luck finding me. I live so off the grid. There's no way they would ever get me. That's I would true. be, yeah. I have so many addresses set to my name. Good luck. Good fucking luck finding me. It'd be manhunt. It'd be the Unabomber. Yeah. This is a thing that not many people know, but when we were shooting Mass State Lottery the first time, I don't remember the second time, Loris was using like a Google phone number. Uh, so uh, it was more difficult to get a hold of him on the phone than me. And I was using a Costa Rican phone. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> So yeah, you're right. I mean, we'll just move the the uh, organization to Costa Rica, and we'll be we'll be safe here. Yeah, that's no problem. Uh, at all. Hiding I'll just in the jungle, my LLC. It'll yeah. be fine. It'll be a okay. That is never <laughs> happening. I am. I mean, no, under no circumstance would I would I enlist to go fight a war with one of these countries with their battle that matters only to them. Like how much of a, yeah. I mean, no offense to the veterans, but how much of a sucker do you must, you must feel like for fighting in Vietnam, fucking Vietnam, yeah. how inconsequential to us was Vietnam? I mean, it wasn't inconsequential. Well, we made it not inconsequential because so many people died and so many people came back mentally deranged, but uh, it had nothing to do with us. So I don't know. I mean, you can um, say that about every war, right? <laughs> I mean, you could you could probably thing. make the argument for many of them. I mean, what what does the world look like if we don't get involved in World War II? I don't know. Better or worse, Hans? Better for your relatives. Okay, that, that's for sure. All right, one. I'll give you that one. That one. That's fine. What about all the other ones? Uh, especially with the treatment that veterans get over there, where most of them are just homeless or insane, or well, not, maybe not insane, but just like PTSD out, and no one helps them. And what is the incentive? You know, why pride? Are you would you be proud of what your country is right now? Proud enough to go fight a stranger? And why? Here's the, here's like, the best case scenario. Also, if you're if you're a soldier right now is you come back and you find out that some Chapo Redditor has been making fun of your hypothetical wife being fucked while you're away. That's that's what you come back to. That's the kind of respect yeah. you get, is that. So yeah. that is, and this, I mean, the state of this country, absolutely not. Mm -mm. Exactly. Nope, <laughs> sorry. Why, for the people who don't even want this country to exist, who just want it to be a what rest stop between Canada and fucking Mexico, you're gonna fight for that. Nah, you got you got to yeah. repair things at home before you start heading over to Ukraine and fighting for them. Yeah, what are the values you're defending? Miles and miles away from your mom. And that's the thing. It's not like you guys are getting in. Well, you are getting invaded. Maybe yeah, well, that right I mean, I wanted argument. to get to that real quick. This is a very political show today, but I mean, it's a big yeah. day. There's a, if there is an invasion, I will agree with the people calling it an invasion. I've seen people playing semantics. But if the government is literally escorting millions of migrants in, and it's not just Mexicans, it's people from Africa, it's people from all sorts yeah. of countries, and they're housing them in Logan Airport in Boston, and they're hiding them behind a, like a wall, that's <laughs> fucking crazy. Why? I mean, we know why. It's because they think these people are going to vote for us. But it's mm -hmm. like... Look at who you're bringing in to vote for you. Like you, you I mean, you, you would have a better time 
uh, becoming the manager of a retard clinic. I mean, you're 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 taking the yeah. lowest common denominator of human and going, yep, I have power. But like you have power over people of low stock who have like no options. So I mean, it, it's wild what they're doing right now. And I've seen like the percentage of like, okay, here's Bush, here's Obama, here's Donald Trump, and here's Joe Biden. And Joe Biden fucking triples all three of those guys combined. You yeah. know, there's the do you do you know what's going on at the border right now today? Yeah, with the the guard, the so, Texas guard. Yeah, I I, wanna... I mean, look, I'm not going to be the most accurate, probably speaking on this, but there's the federal government, and then there's like the tech, the Texas National Guard that are currently putting up more razor wire, saying "fuck you" to the Supreme Court, to Amy Coney Barrett and uh, John Roberts. And um, Biden said, nah, we're sending people down to tear down the, the razor wire. And Texas and every governor of a Republican state minus the governor of Vermont said, nah, we are going to stand by Texas and you should keep putting yeah. that razor wire up. And honestly, the people who are getting hurt the most by this are blue states. It's both of the states mm -hmm. that I live in, which is New York and Boston, because we're getting flooded with these fucking people. Uh, to the point where they're shutting down schools, you know, like I said yeah. before, the airport, I'm sure you go look in a, the back of a Walmart, you'll see at least uh, 200 of these, these South Americans, Central Americans. Um, so it's kind of just a matter of seeing, you know, who's going to back down in this game of chicken? Is it going to be Biden? Because Biden kind of has to do something. But the Texas, I mean, the, the Governor Abbott it's of Texas is like, we're, we're prepared for conflict. And if if yeah. the government's saying we're prepared for conflict, well, this is this is escalating into a dangerous situation. So Biden probably should back down. But if he don't, well, the framework is now in place for what would be a civil war. Yeah, Abbott is like over my dead legs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm considering just I'm gonna get a green card if I just cross the border and I can just here's come what, back here's here and what get I've a, heard. A, and you should do it. You should do it a couple of times, actually. Here's what I've heard. I have heard that if you cross the border in a particular spot, they will give you $2,000 in a cell phone. Okay. Now, what's interesting here is um, they are gutting the free service plans on cell phones for people in, who are United States citizens, which <laughs> is very curious for a Biden administration to do that when Obama was the one to initiate this whole yeah. Obama phone program. Why would they be doing that? They're losing money somewhere. Just like they banned Airbnb in New York, unless you're staying for months at a time. The hotel lobby put pressure on Eric Adams and the, the politicians here to do that. Why would they do that? It's because the hotels aren't making money. Okay, interesting. So what what comes of this if trump does not get in and biden just wins again which is very probable and this just continues for another four years this country's not going to be a country anymore like this this country is going to be radically radically different than what it looked like i mean five years ago but compare it to what you know the year 2000 would look like it's going to be a totally different country and much worse so i don't know I kind of, I don't know. It would be interesting if something does happen today, but I don't think anything happen. will happen. I think they'll both back down.
Yeah, I'm waiting for them to do the like to offer green cards because then I can just cross the border, get a green card, and I come back here and get a job that pays more because I'm an American citizen from here. Remotely. Yeah, why not <laughs> take like, advantage of it? There. If yeah. anybody yeah, you know, yeah. should should have a right to it, it's it's you probably. So yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> a lot of these blue states too, yeah. they're putting in policies so illegals can vote. So it's like they don't even want to have these people get citizenship and settle in and get comfortable. They're like, nah, if you live here, you're entitled to a vote because you'll vote for me. Mm -hmm. Unbelievable. It's unbelievable. But uh, anyway. I, I think that the funniest part about that is that the, the people that they're letting in, I, I don't know why they think that people that are coming from these impoverished countries are going to be as progressive and open-minded as their policies are. Because let me tell you, it's... Mm, well, there's Coming a there's a dichotomy the there. There, There's an absolute dichotomy there where you're you're right. Their behavior and their ideals and their ethos are very what we would consider conservative and old school, probably closer to old school conservative that's based out of like Christian values. But it don't matter. I mean, this is the thing too, and this is why I think Biden will probably still squeak it out in spite of being a corpse. Um, it's yes. very hard for whatever reason. When you fall into that net of United States to not, by default, just vote Democrat, it doesn't matter what your beliefs are. These people, like just on an intrinsic, you know, base level, feel like, well, the Democrat Party is the good party. The Republican Party mm -hmm. is where that's when bad things happen. To the point where, like, I don't know, I don't want to name names here, but I've known quite a few homeless people over the years. And you would think, okay, well, and my, like borderline, not crazy homeless, but like borderline becoming homeless. And it's like, well, you were hoping to get benefits of some sort from this presidency and what, what has become like, you know, the, the party in charge. And you're defending migrants coming in. I've seen this happen, defending migrants coming in who are going to be prioritized for all the benefits you're trying to have. And you see this anytime they do like local news, like if they interview people from a projects building, they're like, yeah, they just shuttled in migrant families into our projects building. And, you know, they don't even have to pay rent. They're getting like free food. And it's like, what are you, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Are you, are you just stupid? Yeah. But it's like, they're in a trance. They're just, they can't be broken out of it. It's going to take a lot. It would take a hell of a lot more for that to break. So people just default vote Democrat. That's the thing. That's what you really got to fight. But um, that's hard. Or, or they just make sure that we have another pandemic so that they can just. Well, then they don't have to worry. They'll just do send the a mailbag full of votes from dead people. Yeah, you know, so. dead people or my vote would go in there. Yeah, <laughs> everybody knows Hans <laughs> voted here. Biden. Hans voted Biden, yeah. Hillary, <laughs> Obama, uh, Bondale, <laughs> all of them. He's a big fan. Yeah, it's a mess. I'm just uh, the the one thing that affects us over here is that I get paid in dollars, and the valuation of the dollar is as low as it's been in years. So I'm getting paid now, like I want to say, like five hundred, six hundred bucks less than I was. Uh, even what I when did I start? I started working here like a year and a half ago, uh, and I'm making like that much less just because of the valuation of the dollar and that fucking sucks. 
because uh, everything was very cushiony and comfortable at the beginning. And now, yeah, it's just everything. The, the prices don't go down, but the dollar goes down. So then my money is just worth a lot less than, than it was a year and a half ago. And just fucking, th th that's the one way that it affects us over here. Uh, because it's like, well, they're not adjusting our pay so that we can you know, survive here. But instead, it's just we have to adjust our life instead because of things that are completely out of our control uh, that you guys are doing up there. So that's that's why I'm like fucking change yeah, you might something as well come up so here you can go and back try up. and claim the benefits because you're not going to you're going to get yeah. all the consequences and none of the benefits. Exactly. Yeah. So it's just like change something so the dollar can go back up and, and I can leave comfortably again because fuck it's getting rough. Oh, boy. Well, I think it's going to be an exciting year. I think it's going to be a bad, maybe, nah, I, you know what? I don't know. I go back and forth. You think this is going to be a bad year or a good year? It's starting a little wacky. It is. I think, uh, you know what it feels like? There's a lot of. This, yeah. this year feels like the fourth season of Eastbound and Down, where it was like, you finished the story. The story ended with the three seasons. And then they were, they got offered more money by HBO and they are just like, oh. All right, fuck it. Let's do one more. Like, we'll just have anything happen. Let's, let's go to Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. It was, let's just, yeah, let's just give Kenny now, Powers a TV show and jet skis. And Steve will have a big prosthetic chin and bright blue eyes. And <laughs> his fat wife will have a yeah. breast augmentation. You know, they just got wild with it. They got, like you said, wacky. And that's kind of what the vibe so far feels like. And we're 26 days in. Yeah, it's only January and how many weird things have happened already uh at least it looks like it's going to be interesting we don't know which is good interesting or bad interesting mm -hmm. but at least you know things are happening and and at least uh it's, it's going to make for an interesting wikipedia page i guess <laughs> in the future <laughs> every you know election years are always very interesting i think the only year it wasn't really was 2012 but even 2012, people were like, oh, but the Mayan calendar said this is the last yeah. year. So people were on edge. Mm -hmm. But then in retrospect, it was just kind of a boring year. I mean, what's the best thing to happen in 2012? Dark Knight Rises, John Blake, Robin, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt's yeah. career coming to a, a big the, halt. The movie 2012? That, was, that came out in like 2008. Oh, dude. Yeah, right. that was, oh. I think, the same year as Tropic Thunder or something. That's when they were doing the, the, uh, YY, no, what was it? YYZ of the 2000s? That was World also, oh my God, as soon as, no, no, no. Remember that people were freaking out because computers were not programmed for the double zero. Yeah. Y2K, that's what, YYZ. Y2K what the fuck is YYZ? I think YYZ is an airport code. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought of that. Uh, uh, but yeah, I guess I guess we'll see. It's only the what the twenty sixth of January and uh, you know and, yeah, uh, civil war or it could World be civil war. Three. war. I don't yeah. know. Maybe two presidents. We should have three presidents this year. We get yeah. RFK, Why JFK, not? RFK Senior. Uh, Give him the honorary presidency, even though he's been dead for fifty years. Yeah. Why? Who? What difference would it make, really? Yeah. You have know. one that's been dead for months and he's still there. Yep. He's still being pumped full of whatever they give him so that he seems a little conscious. Oh, he's, not, he's on all sorts. Not of doing Adderall. great lately, but no, he's really not. 
he is really not. They had him out in like a grandpa sweater giving a speech, and people were just laughing at what they thought were jokes. But I don't, I don't know if they were. If you listen to the clip, it just kind of sounds like he's trying to get through the sentence. He sounds like me when I used to get wasted on civic TV trying to speak. <laughs> it's just like, what is he saying? I'm just, hold on, I just forgot English. Give me one second. Oh, man. If Biden's out, I'm kind of going to miss him a little bit. Just a little bit. Because he's a fun president. You know, all his policies, you can't really say it's him. You know, it's a cabal in the background. Oh, yeah. But at least it's fun to... Every time he speaks, it's just like, yeah, let's let's watch. Let's see what he says. Let's see who he touches. Let's see who he yeah. smells. <laughs> it's hackneyed at this point, but he really does look like that Jeff Dunham doll. That old man Jeff yeah. Dunham doll. He I, I don't think he looked like that four years ago. He looks like that now. So I don't know. Just pulled back. Yeah. He's very just who knows what they're doing to him. Just looks like uh, that what is that, that Homer Simpson or when they put that clip behind his head and it just looks very thin but it's just mm-hmm. yeah i don't i think he's gonna yeah. i think as soon as he's out of the white house he's got like a year and then he's he's gonna dirt nap it that's what i think yeah they should get bernie sanders Can't wait for the that's another one that's probably holding on for dear life too well no he's he's living comfortably he's made a bunch of money he's got seven homes he's, i don't know all the all these yeah left-wing people disappeared Bernie, Elizabeth Warren, Beto. I saw Beto was like, Governor Abbott, stand down. It's just like, you never <laughs> held a political office, you fucking freak. Get out of here. Disgusting. Yeah, you're face. famous for losing. Yeah. Yeah. Twice. Yeah. I think he lost twice. Pathetic. So, yeah. anyway, that's our political show for January. You know what I was thinking for movies is we should have a monthly Christmas show. We should have a Christmas show every month in anticipation of Christmas. Just watch a Christmas movie. Every a Christmas month and talk movie. about it. Yeah, and I would bring out a fake tree and prop it up in the background, and we just, or we could just bank them as future Christmas episodes. I don't know. I kind of feel like we got into. Did we? Maybe we took time off from. We did take time off from recording, so we got into like Christmas yeah. too late, and so by yeah. the time the Christmas special dropped, it wasn't even intended as a Christmas special. It was just. A show. It was like a catch-up show. So I don't know. We, I just downloaded the... Just because of everything you said about season four of True Detective, I just downloaded season one to rewatch it uh, with 2024 eyes. Do you but think you have HBO Max. Oh, that's you could true. just watch it on there. That's, you can watch Euphoria on there, too. Wow. That was very stupid of me to... Now you're going to get a download 20, 20 gigabytes of <laughs> True Detective. Full one. HD. Fuck. <laughs> ah, that was very dumb because I already had HBO Max working. That's okay. Well... Yeah. You're paying for it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we should... Uh, do you think we should do an episode? Of, maybe we should do one after season four and we, have we've you done watch an it episode again. on True Detective before. Yeah, but... I think maybe I'm wrong. Let me see. Let me take a look real quick. Um, is there a way to search in a podcast? Fuck. I mean, I could probably just, I shouldn't do this during the show, but I feel like we covered true detective season one and two. I think we did. Yeah. I just want to rewatch it. And I thought maybe a lot of people are are getting back into that first season of true detective. I think it's going to have a moment or it is going through a moment right now. That is like, when the Sopranos hit in 2020. 
So I would be down mm -hmm. to do that. I'm I'll give it another watch. I don't mind. Yeah, yeah. That would be good. So we'll we'll do that. Uh, we got to take care of our ten best watched in 2023. It's gonna be like the middle of 2024 before that fucking episode comes out. <laughs> uh and then i got 10 finally i was able to squeeze out 10 after i thought i only had five uh so that is going to be longer than my 2020 wait no i did come up with 10 too right i think you one? i think you did have 10 last year yeah so. yeah yeah that one's going to be a lot better than i think my 2023 movies tropic thunder this. tropic thunder i watched a couple of years ago that's an obama movie obama era movie Wow. That doesn't feel yeah. like... Oh, no, 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 no. That's a Bush-era movie. Excuse me. 2008? Was yeah. Bush still? Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, maybe that's why it's so good. The good old days. Maybe, I, yeah. I mean, I do think... Four cell phones and... Aside from, you know, bombing all those Iraqis, it was a pretty good time. Yeah. Before, what, social media was a thing, right? What, what do you have? MySpace? You had MySpace. And friendster did you have a friendster account i never use friendster no no we have MapQuest. Yep. uh um live journal and uh what else was going on zanga at the time right with an x right yep. yeah so that that was good the innocent internet times and now yeah now it's all eroded. Youth. So it's a great way to feel old. And boy, am I feeling old these days. I'm, I'm, you know what? I think I had like a very a low version of COVID for the past week because uh, everything tastes bad and I can't smell my farts. And I know that it's not that they don't smell for a fact. <laughs> uh, so I think I have like a little, very low case of, of COVID for about a week and uh, something pretty good. Feeling fresh, feeling young. Yeah, you Once get we younger. Have a fucking heart attack tomorrow and die. <laughs> it's from like those four vaccines you got to come in from Mass State Lottery. Yeah, yeah. So. that's if I die, I'm gonna blame you for that because I would have not gotten them if I didn't have to fly into the states. And uh, I was talking to my girlfriend about that the other day when she was like, "Didn't you get two? And I was like, "No, I got one." And she was like, "No, I think you had to get two to fly into the states." And I was like. I'll be worrying about ah yeah so yeah well let's hope that doesn't come back to I I think I think you'll be all right I think it would have killed you by now probably yeah maybe I mean did you but you never know there might be uh side effects that pop up down the road like I'm sure you saw the Ozempics lady who was on Ozempics for about what a month or something and what was the monkey's paw situation in return for losing all that weight? She will have diarrhea forever. Yeah. Which Worth is, it? So, I mean, I've had it for like 10 years. So it was before the vaccine. <laughs> so, so I don't even have to take a Zempic for that. That's just natural. That's just how it comes <laughs> out. <laughs> um, all right, we're going to wrap up the bang for this week on that note. We don't have an outro. You got to come up with an outro for the show. Yeah. What's the outro? Yeah, I have to come up with a song. See what Kenny's up to? Go ahead, play Tom McDonald. One. I'll play Tom McDonald. I'll do that in post because oh. it'll sound like shit if yeah. you do it. I'll be good. Yeah, do that verse. 
What's your favorite verse from the Tom McDonald Ben Shapiro crossover? It, it, it just, when you think you can't get lower with Lady Ballers, they just keep, you know, they're dominating entertainment just, right now. What are you talking about? That was the number one comedy, and now this is the number one song in the country. Yeah, that's great. Taking back the culture. <laughs>